Welcome back to MMA. My name is Terry Deal. And my name is Caitlin Azarodin. And we're stoked to have you again. Let's just go right into highs and cries. All right. My high this week is that I actually just got back from a day date. And it went great. It was a first date. And we just talked and walked and talked and walked. And I think I've had this skepticism behind day dates where it's like awkward, like, do I want them to actually know what I look like in the daylight? Like, Never. just like that kind of thing. Where night dates work in your benefit because it's like there's a cocktail involved, maybe a couple drinks involved. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit more dim. <laughs> you can, like, really decide that is not a noise that I want to hear. <laughs> We're going to turn that off. And, yeah, it, it exceeded expectations in the sense of I just felt like it was more natural and not as forced as like a dinner date because dinner just is like okay what's dinner gonna happen after formal. yeah and yeah. also it's the what happens after they're like oh so you come like you're not gonna like we just talked about them like you're not gonna be like so am i coming over at like noon right right he's so like, you up you, like, up, uh, you <laughs> up it's like four. <laughs> <laughs> oh god but yeah it was really good and i think i've listened to a lot of podcasts too recently about dating and just like all those like self-help yeah. stuff and a lot of people talk about, like, yeah, you should just, like, kind of feel peaceful about a date, not, like, have anxiety about it before and after. And, like, yeah. if you do, like, there might be something a little bit off about it. So I'm actually, like, I'm very happy Content. with it, yeah. it being what it was. And also, you kind of just hit a point in dating when you're, like, if I hear from him, great. And if I don't, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And so that's where I'm at. But I do have high hopes. Like, we'll see yeah. each other again. That's good. And my cry for this week, this is just, like, something I've noticed happens to me a lot. And maybe it's because I just did a lot of walking this weekend, but I have pretty thin skin. This is just a weird way for me to bleed into this cry. But basically, what I'm saying is that I'm blister prone. And I get blisters more than I think an average person. Like, I just... It's not even because I wear that absurd of shoes. I just, like, I guess I'll wear heels and, yeah. like, I didn't have to wear heels. But I, I'll i get blisters just wearing tennis shoes or, like, I'll get blisters wearing, like, heeled sandals. And I just deal with it because I always got blisters with dance, so I was used to it. But now it's just getting annoying. Like, I just, I get them no matter what. Yeah, you do get them a lot. All the time. Because we didn't walk that and much it just, yesterday. And it just hurts. It yeah. just is not, it's like, I don't know. So, this past friday caitlin and i were out in downtown little italy little italy with the chef kiss hand (laughs) we were in little italy (laughs) and i was wearing like heeled booties i guess but i got my feet were like kind of sweaty and just like got like aggravated from that so i got blisters from that um and then i wore tennis shoes today on like this day date and i just got i got more blisters i just am blister prone and i'm I'm not happy about it. Yeah. But there's nothing I can do because what, like, yeah, what am I going to do? I'm just, I'm going to always get them, I think. Yeah. It's just a thin skin. <laughs> She's very thin skin. Thin skin. Are you done? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin, all right. no, it's, all, it's all you now. All right. My high is that 
at, in Caitlin fashion, I went to a concert last night. That's typical Caitlin, yeah, really. Yeah, typical me. I literally... Can you not get a hold of Caitlin? No, it's probably because she's at yeah, a concert and there's no service there. <laughs> there is no service. That's the only time she doesn't respond. Yeah. I, well, it's funny because, like, last week we went to a concert on Thursday. Lizzo was last week and it feels like it was so long ago. And then I went to Hozier and then I went to Noah Khan last night. And Noah Khan is just She went so, to three concerts in the span of, like, like a, a week, week and a half. half. Yeah. yeah. That's just... I mean... Hey, yeah, Live Nation has that $20 ticket deal. Yeah. And I, highly I mean, recommend. you know the deals. You're not like that yeah. person that's dropping $500 yeah. in front row seats, but you just you just have yeah. seen a lot of live shows. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't spend their money on live shows. They spend their money on, like, getting blacked out drunk, and, like, that's... Yeah. I like Your thing is better. Yeah. <laughs> your thing is better. I remember my thing. So, yeah. So, um, but he was so good. His opener is J.P. Sachs, who I highly recommend everyone to listen to. He was amazing as well. They're just both such good performers. I, usually, like, when I'm in a concert, and especially if it's general admission, and I'm on my feet the entire time, and, like, especially since I'm short, it's really hard for me to, like, be really into it, because, like, it's hard for me yeah, to see, see, and people are drunk, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But he, like, kept you captivated the entire time. He was a super good performer, super funny, super... Just, like, a great guy. And I was yeah. just, like, oh, so good. I was just, like, so pumped. Yeah. Um, I, I love just, the feeling yeah. of leaving a concert and being, like, wow, there's some really talented people. Like, yeah. instead of being, like, wow, I'm drunk. It's, yeah. like, there's some talented people yeah. out there and I am inspired by that. And I was, like, what's That's that like? What's that like to have so much talent? Like, he would, like, switch, like, instrument, like, all this kind of stuff and, like, sing perfectly. He, like, one of those performances, kind of like John Mayer, where, like, he sounds better live. Yeah. Then he sounds, like listening to his record and i'm like oh i wish i had like a live album of this but he was just amazing i was very into it and i'm very excited for him to hopefully tour again um and then it was funny his this is just something i remember his opener was like i have this new song coming out in the next few months it's called sad corny fuck and then he played it and i was like all right i kind of like this <laughs> it was just funny because everyone's like oh it can't actually be called that and then like in the chorus he's literally like i'm just a sad corny fuck see if i was yeah if i was a music artist i would be like let's see how absurd my lyrics can be yeah with still maintaining a decent yeah. tune or like a decent beat something like it's really funny so i was really into that and then my cry is just gonna be that my skin has been acting up and i think it's because i started wearing spf because i was trying to do my skin a favor yeah and i just had like i think it depends on the spf yeah. because we're like the kind of sunscreen yeah um, because I think even with me, even certain face lotions yeah. will, like, clog well, my pores. Well, I was trying to do, like, the Neutrogena, like, hypoallergenic, that one. And then, so I ended up just signing up there. I had, like, this free trial for Curology, so I just signed up for it. And then I got it, and I was using it. And then I read the thing that's, like, expect your skin to get worse before it gets better. And I was, like, are you, are you kidding me? I have plants. I have plants. I can't deal with this. Well, that's kind of like so. when you get a facial. Yeah. And you're, like, I'm doing the best thing for me. Self-love. Yeah. Yes, and then your, your skin, skin gets worse because they did all these extra yeah. extractions. So everything's like for yeah. me. Yeah. So yeah. that. So if you see me, I'm trying. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your skin is great. You're shining the sun right now, and I'm not seeing a blemish. I'm wearing makeup. Well, okay. That's also why and a hat. makeup exists. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm wearing a hat. All right. I'm trying and to think of like anything random. Anything else that happened to either of us this no week? me and tara had a great day yesterday shopping though yeah we did oh my god that's that's a good psa yeah so caitlin and i kind of like went around in our area and we kind of just like went on this thrifting spree and like i have i mean both of us have been to yeah. thrift stores but i don't really ever spend a full day just yeah. like let me go to as many as possible yeah. and just not have a plan and just like go to all these places so we just made our own 
little like thrifting adventure. It was, like, a beautiful day. We've had beautiful weather this weekend. Yeah, it was super fun. And I kind of got me thinking that a lot of people, if they don't have a plan on the weekend and they don't want to spend money, like that's a really cool thing to do. Like because... even if you're not buying anything, like I mean, I spent, I bought like a $4 record. You bought like a $2 record. Yeah. Like, and then I got like two things that were like high end and priced at a thrift store for $20. So I spent a total yeah. of like $45, I think. Yeah. When I, I guess I, yeah, it's like you just, that's a fun event to do. And so you don't have to really yeah. have much budgeted out for it. Just like yeah. go do that with a friend. I think that was a really fun thing to do. Highly recommend. PSA, think about doing yeah. it. You should do it. And it's cool too, because like any town has thrift stores. It's just. Yeah. It's... And we get lucky that, like, we live in, like, the Carlsbad area because there's so many. Yeah, there's like, a we were lot. Looking at, we're like, like, oh, there's a lot of There's high-end stuff there, too, yeah. because people have money and are yeah. donating stuff. And so, yeah, it's, it was fun. It was good. Yeah. So, yeah. Right? Are okay. delve into our topic? Yeah, our topic. So, our topic today, we're kind of going back to, like, our old school topics. And we're doing when you graduate, but you don't want to use your major. And I feel like this is a really good one for both me and Tara. Yeah. Because... Well, but neither of us yeah. are really, neither of us are really we, using our major. Yeah. And a lot of people too, if you're post-grad and you are either like in your first job or like maybe your yeah. second job post-grad, I think this is when you start realizing that if you want to use it, uh, yeah. Or like deciding whether or not you want to use it. I know that some people have that realization in college, but others like they'll, start working and like get a nice job and then they're like wait oh i kind of see that the grass is a little bit greener on this side of it's like maybe not the same exact thing but it's like a similar thing where you can easily get into it if you just had the right tools or like what how do you go about doing that so yeah i think caitlin and i both have had experience in that and then also having friends that either did a complete 180 or went to school for something and they were yeah. just like this is an absolute i can't yeah i can't do this i've anymore. had a lot of friends probably like five or so in the past couple of years that have gone into school for like our friend that you've met like went into graphic design and like mm-hmm. i have a few other friends who did communications stuff like that and they've switched to nursing mm-hmm. so i have a lot of friends who have started with something that's not even close to medic like medicine related yeah and or bio and then on. have ended up yeah. going back to school and getting like their bsn or like yeah doing all that and i'm like that is a big switch right from like because at least for my friend she was like this is i've never taken chemistry yeah and i really think that comes down to you're not the same person as you were when you were 18 years old yeah. and you went to college or even if you didn't go to a a big university like you still studied like you have an idea of what you thought you wanted to do and I doubt it's the same thing that you want to do when you're 18 years old I mean when I went I applied to schools as biomedical engineering and then I switched to math like before school even started Mm -hmm. and then I switched to econ yeah so I made the switch while I was there and I'm still like I do want to go into something with econ but I do wish I would have I want to long story short I want to go into like a behavioral economics kind of sector so it would have been better if i had some kind of psych under me but like yeah. i have i took like that's five psych like, classes how are like, you supposed to I know, know that and that's what sucks. you can't know yeah. and it's like and i think that's one of like the biggest takeaways that you're probably gonna get from this episode it's like don't regret 
Dude, yeah, because there's no there's way for any, me to know. There's always, like, you learn from doing that because yeah. now you're realizing you needed to do something else. And yeah. that just means you're doing that now. Yeah. And I think we get stuck in, like, the timeline that we set out to, like, yeah. Or, like, comparing ourselves to people yeah. who, like, actually, like, majored in it. Like, I know my friend who's, like, going through with nursing now. She's like, wow, what like, if I would have just started as this, I would be a nurse by now. I'm like, yeah, but, like, there's no guarantee that if you wouldn't have started with maybe graphic design that you would have realized that you wanted to right. be right or nurse. you could have started with nursing and been like oh i don't like this yeah. like you you're never going to be like this is i mean there's probably some people that are like this was my calling yeah. but i was looking through old like elementary yeah. school yearbooks and i was noticing that um me and caitlin our elementary school had your name and then future and like what yeah. you thought your occupation would be and i just thought it was really fascinating to see some people that i still like keep in touch yeah. with they're not doing anything remotely yeah. close well, so, to what they like, thought they half were of gonna my class do wanted to be an astronaut yeah we thought that was gonna be so much easier yeah it's not that easy and so that's really it's like you can't get hard on like beat yourself up about studying something that you're not thinking you want to do for the rest of your life yeah and the pressure of being 18 and having to decide that sucks it's ridiculous and so it's more of like if you're yeah you, it's all about giving yourself grace yeah. and like not really giving a fuck when it comes to like you're still learning you're going through a program that's gonna teach you discipline yeah that's gonna you're gonna learn something from it yeah and regardless of whether or not you do that thing for the rest of your life it's like your life is just yeah your life it's not yeah it's not yeah. like has to be done at a certain age and i remember my ra my first year like gave us some statistic because he was like a campus rep and he was like more people like end up switching their major than like actually finishing when the they started yeah. yeah but then there's this whole taboo about Sw- i like, don't want it's like a quitting it. yeah. and that's like the biggest thing we had it like bio was mm-hmm. like the number one like major at uci that people ended up switching out and going into public health or just like something completely different like a lot of people that were econ majors had started out in bio and like just ended up switching like yeah a year or so in yeah and i remember like they were just like my little actually started as bio and that was something that she it like took me it took her a while to realize it wasn't the path for her because she was like i don't want to be a quitter and i was like yeah but what's the difference between like you staying in this major and not doing well versus right. leaving and doing really well in something else. Like just because it says that Which you is had bio, another yeah. really cool thing too that I didn't. I don't even think I really realized until probably senior year, maybe even post grad, mm-hmm. because I wasn't consciously thinking about I want to go to grad school. I'd never. Yeah. I don't even think I'm gonna end up going. Yeah. But for some people, they think in college, I'm not gonna go to grad school. I don't need it. But if you didn't if you don't want to do the major that you're in at or like for yeah full time at least like get a good gpa so that if yeah. you decided to go to grad school you at least had a, a decent gpa if you stick with a major that you really don't like and you're not doing well in then your yeah. chances like you're of not, even switching and studying something else in grad school yeah you're not impressing lower. anyone or making yourself feel any better by like barely getting by in a major that you're yeah. a not doing well in and b do not like yeah and i also this is like a little bit of a hot take on doing something you love because i think that our generation has been kind of told over and over again to yeah. follow your passion and i mean i know that like kate and i yeah. both have a couple of friends that are doing that but then we also have some friends that are like oh fuck that no i want to make money yeah and so there is a happy medium between the two and i think everyone kind of 
knows that. But if you know that you're the kind of person that is going to start affecting other people around you by being so upset about what you do full time, then like don't do the thing that you hate. Yeah. But if you can separate that and you can go to your job and not like it and still be a decent human outside of it, like you know who you are. Yeah. So I just think like for me, I don't think I could have a job that I hated and be a decent person to be around. You wouldn't be have right now of like you were a dance teacher. Right. Like that wouldn't like you wouldn't feel fulfilled and you wouldn't be happy. Yeah. I would be annoyed and frustrated and overworked and tired. But I know that there's not going to be this perfect career where I feel fulfilled every single day. Yeah. And that it's the best thing ever. And that's just I feel like that's naive to even think. So I know that what I'm doing now is what I should be doing because I don't wake up and like want to lock myself in my room and not leave and not go to work. Yeah. Like I like going to work. It's fine. Right. Like I'm saying it's fine because like who really wants to like dress yeah. up and go to an office and yeah. be in public and uh, when it's nice out yeah like I, I want to yeah I want to like go to the beach or you know well and I've read like a lot of articles because like as Tara was kind of saying like a lot of people are like well you should you should just go 100% into your like like quit your job go into your passion mm-hmm. and a lot of those things and we kind of talked about this because we have a few I have a couple friends and like we have a mutual friend who's like a writer like that was mm-hmm. their major and like it's really hard for them to write freelance writing because once you're doing that thing as your job Mm -hmm. you don't want to do it anymore like once you're being paid to do it and like that's like your work you're not going to do it for fun anymore right it's just yeah like what are you gonna this is like the best way i can describe it everyone likes disneyland yeah unless you really hate it but like everyone likes disneyland disneyland is super fun when you go the one time a year or like maybe once every couple years if you and i'm sure there's some people that I are listening to this that like I dance with that dance at Disneyland like they can attest to it if you're at Disneyland every day that place sucks yeah it loses the magic if you do something that's cool every day it's not cool anymore yeah and that's what really what it is is that if you obviously if you're doing something that like right off the bat you genuinely hate I would highly suggest looking into something else whether it's in the same kind of industry maybe just a different area in it like I don't know but it's a lot of ask questions and then also I think a cool thing um if you're working for like a larger company I think even like befriending some of some people that have worked there for a long time like seeing how they have adapted to that lifestyle and like even like I don't know if a family is important to you like how do they balance having like the whole work-life balance work-life yeah like and having kids or like whatever so I think that's something to always consider, but it's just knowing that you're never going to, you're not stuck. Like, life doesn't, you don't just, like, stop life even though you're in a career. Like, yeah, you can change your mind, but I also think that there's, you can't, I don't want to say it's irresponsible, but it's a little bit irresponsible to quit without having a yeah. fallback. Yeah, and we've talked about that before with just quitting jobs in general. It's like, I have had friends who have just been in very toxic places and, like, that was the last... Like, they had to leave, essentially. But I think that, ideally, like, you should always kind of have a backup plan. Like, for at least my friend who was working and wants to go into nursing, like, she continued to have her, like, job Mm -hmm. and then was just taking classes on the side just so she could, like, be a part of it because, like, she couldn't drop out and just, like, 
quit her job and just start going to school again full time. Right. Because A, it costs, like, school costs a lot of money. Yeah. And I think that's another restriction that a bunch of people are. They're like, well, I already spent so much money on this major that, like, right. now I'm wasting it. I'm like, well, right. you're not because a lot of places, like, even if you just want to be, like, a firefighter or a fire captain, like, they want you to have a bachelor's. It doesn't matter yeah. what it's in. Like, they don't it really could give be, a fuck what it is. Yeah, but it like bio, you... dance, it doesn't yes. matter. Yeah. Like, they just want you to have it because they know that you have the skills and the I don't know, perseverance to finish a four-year degree. Right. And it's just already not to say that you're now coming into that kind of work, that career with more of a net worth even. Like, you having a degree makes you more valuable. Yeah. And whether, yeah, like you said, whether the degree is even from a community college, like, you're more valuable than someone who doesn't have that. Yeah. So it's getting rid of the stigma of like i have to i have to do this yeah. thing that i set out to do you don't have to you really yeah. don't and i know i've talked about it with the dance and going into graphic design thing but i i think that i in the back of my head always had an interest in graphic design and i just never really acted upon it and a lot of people kind of i think that they do suppress some things that they are interested in and that's just, like, a career path that they look back on and wish that they explored more. Yeah. And I was thinking about this even in terms of my brother. Like, my brother is 20 and he's going to school for graphic design. I was thinking about this earlier today that he has always loved animals. And that's, like, just such a niche career path to get into. So, he would have had to decide, in his mind, I think, yeah. he would have had to decide a long time ago to go into anything to do with animals like even if it's studying a specific kind of like whatever it is but if he really wanted to i was thinking about that like he's he's not too late he's 20 yeah and that's what i think it's that's the age where if people if someone just like tells you you can do that maybe that's all you need to hear yeah so i think really kayla and i were talking about this before we started recording it's just like if anything we hope that this podcast is just like you know, you can do that. Yeah. It's not not an option. Because I ideally would have liked if someone told me that, like, I could have, I don't know, kind of wanted to change my interest. Because, like, mm-hmm. I was ideally, once I graduated, I was like, oh, I know I want to go to grad schools, but I guess I have to go. Like, I have a degree in economics. I was like, I guess I have to go to graduate school for economics. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, but I always liked psych. And I ideally wanted to major in psych, but my parents were just like, basically, no. Essentially said no. So now I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to mix the two because I do like that. And right. I'm trying to find, like, the alternative route mm-hmm. where I can do both. So I had to take the psych GRE and do all this kind of stuff to show that I have some kind of competence right, right. in psychology. So I'm like, I do feel like partially, oh, I feel like I'm super behind, even though right. I'm only which 23. Is just, which is just, just us going, reverting back to what our plan, like, what we yeah. thought the plan was supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. And, like, ideally, like, if I would have just picked something right when I graduated, like, I could be almost done with graduate school now because like a lot of them are only two years and like I could be finishing my master's next year but it's like yeah but I might be stuck in a program that I didn't like like if I would have I did get into a couple programs a few years ago and I ended up not going because it was expensive and I'm like well what if I would have gone and spent all that money and got a master's and then been like didn't like this or mm-hmm. like oh now I literally have to use this yes and so. that's where I think it gets scary when you start talking about grad school and I think that's where people even for me I guess like I don't think I need to go to grad school, but my fear with grad school would be spending more money yeah. and realizing sooner that I'd hate this. Yeah. Like, 
I don't want to figure that out right now. Yeah. But that's where I think a lot of people get the fear from, where especially with med school, like, oh my God, I, yeah. I You can't... have to be very passionate to go. Like, I have a few friends who went to PhD programs and it's like six years. Like, you need to be very passionate about something to go to an additional six years of schooling for it. Yeah. And so, same thing with law school. It's yeah. like, yeah, that that's a lot. I get it. That, that is a lot of time yeah. to dedicate to something and then to realize halfway through yeah. even. That's three years or, yeah. you know, that's a long time. Halfway through is not just six months of your life. I get that. Um, but I think that's where people feel like they're wasting time. And I think three years in a program and jumping ship is better than six years in a program and like literally signing your life away to something that will like end up ruining even like a future marriage. That sounds like intense, but it's possible. Like you could get, find yourself into a, or fall into a career where you just, end up marrying someone and like have kids and then you literally get so stuck because yeah. you just thought you had to do that all of this yeah. and that's where at least I feel like our generation has kind of realized that we don't need to follow that kind of yeah um thinking or that yeah, pattern it's almost like we don't really need to go to college we can do a trade like it's like we're yeah. way more open to the like, I feel like when our parents were growing up, it was a very strict, like, you can be a doctor, a lawyer, or, like, mm-hmm. accountant. Like, there were very strict, mm-hmm. like, professions, and now it's like, oh, you could do this, or you could be an entrepreneur. Like, there's a lot of more, right. like, options. Right. And a lot more flexibility. I also, but that's also why I think that people think that what they're doing isn't the right yeah. thing, because there are so many options, too. Yeah. And that's, that's hard, because the oversaturation of careers, like, there's so many careers, so... Yeah, how are you supposed... You could do... You could have done a lot of things and succeeded at it. So, it's a matter of what... Something's not going to be... Per- like, no, yeah. no, no job is going to be perfect for you. So, what... Yeah, what's just, like, keeping you... Yeah. A sane, level-headed, very, like, positive person. Like, if you're... Yeah, if you're just dreading getting out of bed, that's, like, I think yeah. the number one sign. and you, like, hate being at work, and it's toxic. Like, we have yeah. an entire upset on, like, quitting your jobs and all that kind of stuff. But I feel like I feel like you know when you're majoring in something whether or not you're going to, like... Like, you can tell there this is, like, a fuck yes or a fuck no. And mm-hmm. if it's a fuck no when you're majoring in it, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to like the jobs. Yeah. I yeah. could see, like, really yep. liking a major and getting into a job and then being, like, I'm not really into this, but you can probably find an alternative for it. Mm-hmm. But even if you can't, like... There's a lot of other options. Like, a lot of places just kind of want to know that you're a competent human being. Yeah. And, like, yeah, some work experience and stuff like that. But, like, I mean, like, for my job that I got, like, they wanted me to have, like, a really big, like, kind of sales and business background. And, like, I don't have that. Yeah. But I have, like, a lot of, like, stuff on my resume that shows that I can kind of adapt to whatever is going on. Yeah. Yeah, Pick up on it. I was actually just thought of this comparison. So, you know, when we were in elementary school and they drilled us to write our name at the top of the paper yeah and like told us that we had to know how to write cursive and like all these things would be very important and by the time we got to middle school like if you forgot to write your name at the top of the paper you still probably would have gotten away with it like you wouldn't get your paper just thrown away of course like yeah you hidden like yeah high school and that's an issue but I think that there's a lot of times like elementary school middle school high school that they tell you like you need this for your next step or else you're gonna fail like they kind of because you have to discipline children in that way 
So when you're in high school, I remember us even writing like just pages of like papers that just were nonsense. It was busy work. Like, yeah. Telling us that if we don't know how to do this, we're going to fail in college because we need to be able to write five paragraph essays in yeah. under an hour and like we get to college and that is not the case and like you're still gonna be fine and you're gonna find your way it's the same thing when you're in college they tell you like you you need to have this knowledge under your belt like these tools will help you succeed for the rest of your life yeah. but then you leave college and you're like well I'm fine like yeah I, I didn't maintain all of that information. Yeah. I'm going to be able to find a decent job, yeah. a decent living, and have a fine life. So it's really, like, fear-driven. Yeah. And so if you can take the fear out of it and kind of just, like, this is yeah, my life. Yeah. And don't feel like – and I know a lot of people, like, for them, like, the parents are the issue. Yeah. Like, I know for, like, my parents, like, my mom did help, like, financially support – like my education so it's like yeah. part of her is like i'm like i feel like i need you to oh, approve of what i'm doing yeah but you kind of have to get to a point where like your parents like obviously like sit down talk them if you want to do something that's completely like if you want to go back to school like things like that mm-hmm. um but like at the end of the day your parents are going to support you if it means in the long run like and you're going to be happy still, and you're also going to make money yeah if, like, you're still, you're still, if it's money driven then make a powerpoint yeah. spreadsheet of like yeah the jobs in that industry yeah and like glass door like yeah. how much that yeah. person's it's making. different like, than you, you just... quitting and being like i think i'm gonna travel the world like right. that's that's it that's much different than like i have found this career path that like mm-hmm. i'm interested in because like even when i was telling my mom like i think i want to do like xyz she's like well what's what's like the average salary in california and what how much school is that going to take and like are there jobs and like what is all and my mom's a very like analytical person so she was like and what's like the expected job growth of that and i'm also analytical so i had all of that right so it's kind of like do your research of like yeah would i be into this because mm-hmm. you're already not passionate about the thing that you're in right now right like you need to kind of or like get in, like do something side work wise yes that yeah. sees if you're into that like yeah i'm sure you did d- did some graphic design things before you got a job with yeah. your parents to see yeah. if you actually wanted to do it yeah yeah i was very much like more not that i had the title of an intern but i was treated like an intern for a while just for them to even test drive me in a way like yeah take the opportunity like i don't know if you have if someone has a friend that is in that industry like use them as a mentor like yeah, yeah. just like even yeah really rack people's brains for like any networking opportunity yeah um but that all with all that comes confidence in what if that's what you want to do and so it's again fear driven and if you're fearful of it that's where the anxiety comes from and so i think it's just important to address that and if you deal with that sooner then it's like okay i know that this is going to be scary yeah and i'm not going to let that fear get in the way of me pursuing this here's another thought that i am just now having as well is that when we're asked from a young age what we want to be when I when we grow up it's usually because you idolize someone you like you see someone doing something and you're like wow like I want to be yeah, you like, or they're so I successful want your life. I want to be so, successful right so I just even remember in elementary school I I mean my biggest idols in my life were both my parents and yeah. I dressed up as an artist for what do I want to be when I grow up day so that was like my first thing that I guess if someone asked me I would have said artist and then from then on it was like professional dancer because mm-hmm. of course that's like what I wanted to dedicate my life to. So 
it's just funny because you let that impression, like your childhood impression of what a good life or what your role model does, like you let that kind of dictate what you want to do until you hit an age of like, yeah, I'm not that person and that's not going to make me happy. Yeah. Or maybe it will. I don't know. But in most cases, that's not going to make me happy because I'm not them. Yeah. I agree. And I think for me, at least, like, mine was that for a really long time, like, a third of the people in the world wanted to be a doctor when I was younger. Mm -hmm. It was because my grandmother was a midwife, Mm -hmm. so she worked in medicine, and then my mom was a nurse, and my Mm -hmm. mom had always wanted to be a doctor, but just didn't feel like she could, like, essentially do it, so Mm -hmm. she just ended up, because she wanted to be, she was also an economics major, and she went back to school, and she went into nursing, so I think she kind of pushed that, and I think that's an entirely, like, other topic is, like, when your parents kind of, like, push their dreams but that's what i think you. That's, and i like, think that's yeah. why because we're so we're such natural people pleasing like as a population yeah. like just humans want our others yeah. to love them so i'm gonna do what makes you love yeah. me more yeah so i think like for me i wanted to like i wanted to be a doctor and then at the time like i finally got into school for like biomedical engineering and then i was like oh wait i actually don't want to do this and i remember telling my mom i was like i never really like it took me getting in and being i was like wait i never actually wanted to do yeah. this like now yeah. that it's like becoming something that i'm gonna have to like actually because in high school you can kind of like talk out of your ass and say you're gonna do whatever yeah and then once you get to school and i'm like i'm gonna start taking like bio classes all this kind of stuff and like i'm not passionate about this and like so i ended up switching because i was into math because i was really good at math and i liked it and i ended up switching again but like at the time i was glad that i left because i was like oh i don't I don't want to do this. And it, like, yeah, it makes someone total else's, sense. Yeah, yeah, like, this is what someone else wanted to do. And mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess that. Yeah, this you always is what take on what you are taught or what you see yeah. as being ideal. And it, so. It reminds me of that scene. What was it? Cinderella's story was like, son, you're giving up your dream. He's like, no, no dad, dad, I'm, I'm giving, giving up yours. yours. It's like oh. in every movie from 2004. So good. Best but line. That, that's <laughs> exactly, but that's what. I think because I was so yeah. common, we heard that all the time. Yeah. And that's such a type that we still hear, like, I don't know, like, did your parents make you make you yeah. play this sport? Like, did you, like, why was that? Was it because they, it was their dream or yours? Yeah. Like, who knows? Because it's hard. Honestly, there's no class you have to take to be a parent. So your parents are just trying to yeah. raise the kid and make them not yeah. crazy. So it yeah. makes sense. And the same thing happens with sports and people really like sports and then their parents push and push them into it. i think it's like the over justification effect where you push someone so much they're like i don't even want this anymore yeah, yeah. like i liked this as a hobby but now that like it's my job now that i'm doing this it's like i don't want to do this yeah so really it's uh, yeah in that case it's the same thing where you're like you have to figure out who you are get over the fear yeah address it and then yeah get the if you yeah. really have to prove to someone that's the right option for you like get all the stats yeah. get all that figured out and then really from there you just got to dive in the yeah. deep end you just you have to do it but then be smart about it financially yeah i guess like what we want like i wish that someone would have told me so like this is my food for thought if anyone is still in college listening to this is like it's okay a to change your major if it's too late to change your major like it's your fourth year and you're like well I'm just, i cannot I have to finish this up. it's okay to not use it 100%. it's okay to get experience in something else and go towards that it's not too late yeah to change your but that's mind the, that's that's what i mean with yeah. the whole like if you don't know how to write this five paragraph essay, you're not going to get into college. Yeah. Um, wake up, everyone. <laughs> I you, can't read. <laughs> yeah, if you you are you're going to be able to get yeah. your degree by not doing that. It's yeah. it, you just make it work. So same thing with your when you're in college. If 
like if you don't apply your degree you're gonna still get a job yeah you you can go into an interview and make it happen you have the tools people that are hiring need to hire people yeah it's not this like universe it's, I mean, when you're trying to get into a school there is the fear of not getting in yeah when you're trying to find a job you will eventually find a job there are so many jobs yeah out there even if it's not something that you want to be like you're gonna yeah. make money you're gonna be okay and that's really what I think I needed to hear yeah. when I was switching or when I decided yeah. not to dance And anymore. you're not going to fall into your dream job immediately. You're probably um, yeah. going to have to just get your foot in the door. And, like, we could have an entire episode on just, like, finding jobs in general. But you just kind of have to get your foot in the door and see, like, the culture of the company and work your way up and, like, know what your goal position yeah. is. Like, know what you're working towards. I actually, one, a really good friend about both of ours was thinking about, um, changing career paths recently and she had a phone interview with this company and she ended up not being qualified like she needs to get another mm-hmm. kind of degree or like a, a certification to in order to be hired but the guy was so blatantly upfront and straight up with her about it that he gave her advice about what like what kind of certification to do and like where she should look into and like what costs the least yeah. amount and like what is most efficient and that's what i think a lot of people also just think that everyone like people are trying to help people if yeah. you're a nice person you're gonna you're gonna yeah. help out someone that needs to yeah. the information that you didn't get so not everyone's an asshole yeah and in that situation the guy could have not given her the time of day and yeah. been like oh you're not qualified see ya but he gave yeah. her the right tools yeah. to in order to reapply and get that job yeah. in the future so Honestly, i thought that was cool too. yeah finding a mentor is if you're in a sorority or fraternity there are i know for at least like my sorority we have like literally a mentor mentee program mm-hmm. that's like super helpful that they match you with people that are like in a similar major or like have similar career paths and stuff like that so like there are tools out there to kind of like figure out like talk to someone and be like what do you wish you would have known before you got into this yeah and like have them they'll be honest with you yeah like they're not people aren't out to get you like they're just they want like most people want to help other people right and of course when you get into like those impacted career paths that's when people start getting a little bit cutthroat a little more competitive yeah but i'm yeah that's just yeah it, it depends i think I think really, yeah, it's having the right role models and then mm-hmm. networking and then feeling like someone, like when you meet someone in that industry, having them being yeah. honest with you. And I think that's a good way to figure out whether or not that's something you're yeah. willing to like switch or, and like change up your life for. 100%. So, so yeah, I think that's, that's everything that's we wanted great. to say. Yeah. So really all in all, same thing as last week too. Like we're, Kayla and I are both just really thankful and i know that yeah. we say that every week people are still listening but you guys are listening and um we really do enjoy hearing just like getting random text messages and dms and yeah. um we enjoy running into people yeah. and it's just been really fulfilling for both of us so thank you yeah continue to share us on your instagram t- stories like tell your friends like comment text yeah. us we love it we love the words of affirmation um <laughs> caitlin that's that what is, i need people to tell <laughs> she... me they love me or <laughs> i cry it. more at night than i usually do um but yeah so continue to follow us on instagram tell your friends um hit us up send us any topics that you want we have a list but we love to hear like what you guys yes. want to hear and that's great um if you want to be a guest also hit us up we have a few guests yes, on the horizon guests that, that we're really excited for. about 
and some cool topics also yeah. in the works. It's just a matter of getting those guests on. Yeah. And yeah, yeah you know, I guess you guys know where to follow us, but yeah. for our podcast, Instagram is at MMA pod. So check us out there and we'll see you guys next Tuesday. All right. Bye. See you guys. Uh, 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 uh,